eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day every day with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. We have made it. The NFL draft is here, and I can't wait for tonight. The Eagles, of course, have the 10th pick, 30th pick. This is WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you, bringing the biggest take Philadelphia sports every single day. Appreciate listening. So yesterday, I, I gave you my my five guys I want with the number 10 pick, my big board for the number 10 overall pick. Well, I promised the other part of that, which, of course, is the Eagles' second first-round pick, number 30 overall. So let's do it here. I'm going to give you my big board for number 30 overall. Now, Obviously, this is a little bit more difficult to kind of hone down who will be there. This is more of a range of players rather than, like, I can guarantee or have a good guess on who's definitely going to be there. But, but I do think I have a decent feel for the players that will be there for the Eagles at number 30. At least I'm hoping will be there at number 30. So here's my big board for the Eagles at number 30. We'll go 5-4-3-2-1 just like yesterday. If you missed that episode, hop in and go listen in the feed here to my five guys I want at number 10. Now, these are the five players I want at 30. Obviously, some of this is is fluid off the 10th pick, right? Like, if they do get my guy, my number one guy for number 10, Peter Skaronsky, then maybe a player I have them taking or, or want them to take at number 30, it won't make sense, right? Obviously, it's got to kind of line up. You're not going to take two guards or, or two you know, corners with the first two picks. It's probably going to be different selections, but let's just keep it independent. The five players I want most at number 30. Let's go with number five. Osiris Torrance, the guard, offensive lineman out of Florida. Now, if the Eagles don't land a Skaronsky or a Paris Johnson, and unfortunately, I do think there's a real chance both those guys will be picked before the Eagles pick. So let's say they don't get the offensive lineman at number 10. I really like Osiris Torrance from Florida. He is a mauler. I'm not saying... He's going to end up as as a Brandon Brooks type, but he's got that kind of strength and power. What a good player! Played really well in Florida uh, in the SEC, blocking you know big time defensive tackles and linemen. I think he can make a big impact right away. And as we've spoken about, and I, I talked about yesterday on the episode discussing the top five guys for number ten, I really do think 
that there is a question mark and a significant question mark on just you know how it would work with Cam Jurgens playing right guard next to a Jason Kelsey, both smallish. Uh, you know, Jurgens, although he's cross trained, maybe is just going to be a center down the line. And the Eagles have had some bigger guards next to JC Kelsey over the years. Brandon Brooks, Brandon Brooks was bigger, I think, from what I've gleaned. That Sayamalu played bigger than his listed weight. Because you look at his listed weight, like ah, it's not that much different than Cam Jurgens, but I think he played bigger than that. So you know, having a big guard, and Osiris Torrance is a big guard. I mean, we're talking about six five here. He's a big player, and you look at his you know background and his draft. It's, stock and status. He's 6'5", 330. I mean, NFL.com calls him an eventual plus starter. I mean, he, he's he got the ability. Broad, strong, good at the point of attack. I, Osiris Torrance, for me, is my number five player for the Eagles at number 30. Um, and, and it's the kind of pick that if they go defense at, at number 10, I could see them absolutely going with an offensive player, an offensive lineman, at the number thirty pick, because that you know that would give them some security, and I and I really do think depth at number thirty uh, is a problem for them. Uh, excuse me, depth at the offensive line is a problem. It's not what it has been in recent years. All right, number five, my big board for number thirty is Cyrus Torrance. Number four, and I'm going to probably butcher this kid's name. I apologize. I'll get it if the Eagles draft him. I will call him as we talk through this by his nickname, Felix Anaduke uh, Anadike Uzoma, defensive end. From Kansas State, really productive pass rusher, really productive. I think he could be a really good player in the NFL. 6'4", 255, 31 tackles last year, eight and a half sacks, uh, two forced fumbles. The kid is a player. You look at that throughout his career, he had 11 sacks the year before. So he has two years of playing time uh, at Kansas State. He basically has 20 sacks in that time. The kid's a player. Reminds me a little bit of Brandon Graham when he came out of Michigan. I, I think... This could be a really good player and a rotation at defensive end. Graham not going to be here forever. And then again, they lost a lot up front this offseason. I think they could use some an influx of youth up front. And you pair King Felix. What a great name, too. What a great nickname. You know, yesterday we were talking about Skaronsky's name. It's a it's a great football name. King Felix would catch on here. Like if King Felix became an eventual starter, the you know, the long-term placement for Brandon Graham, and he became a 10-sack guy. King Felix is a really cool nickname. I, I I like him. You know, he is a guy that gets after the quarterback. He's but he's also, from what I've seen and I've watched, he's better against the run. A lot of times these young kids come out and they just have no interest to play in the run. They're just pass rushers. I don't think that about King Felix. So I'm putting him at number four on my big board here for the number thirty pick. Osiris Torrance, number five. King Felix, number four. Again, these are positions that you're hearing me say over and over: defensive line, offensive line. I would be very happy. In fact, I'd be thrilled if they end up using the number 10, number 30 pick on Thursday night in the trenches. And whatever order they want to go, like if, if I if you get tell me right now I can get Skaronsky and King Felix, I will walk out. I mean, just thrilled if that's the Eagles draft. So number four on my list is King Felix, the pass rusher, defensive end out of Kansas State. I'm gonna break character here for a minute because at number three on my big board for number 30. I am going to make the case for a position that I'm making the case against for the number 10 pick. I do think Jameer Gibbs at number 30 is a worthwhile selection for the Eagles. And this is where I come back to luxury picks. People have been telling me for two months here, the 10th pick is a luxury pick. I disagree. I think the 30th pick is more of the luxury pick. The 10th used on a foundation piece, like, you know, Skaronsky. The The 30th pick used on 
you know, maybe a player that you, you think is a little bit more special than 30. Maybe you have a first-round grade on him and he's there at the end of the first round. You get that luxury or that, you know, that extra little boost of getting the fifth-year option on his contract. And that's where I'll go with Jameer Gibbs. I think there's a chance Jameer Gibbs ends up having a better NFL career than B. John Robinson. I really do. And I think when you look at Gibbs and his skill set, first of all, he played in the SEC. So you went up against better defenses week in, week out than B. John Robinson. Number two, he he comes from a program that is basically an NFL program. And not knocking Texas. That, you know, they they they're rising, I guess, now, and they'll be in the SEC in a couple years, but it's not Alabama. It it just isn't. Nick Saban's put good backs in the NFL for years. Mark Ingram, obviously Derrick Henry. I mean, you go through it. I mean, the kid, Brian Robinson, down in um, in Washington right now, good backs come from the University of Alabama. And Gibbs has a unique skill set. Harry Roseman said unique for number 10, but he has a unique skill set. and is in. I think he's a better pass catcher, and he's a more dynamic playmaker in terms of catch the ball in the backfield than Bijan has shown at the collegiate level. You get him at 30, obviously a much less valuable pick. You could do offense or defensive line or corner early and then go Gibbs at number 30. And I, I just think about the three-headed monster with different skill sets. The Eagles could run out there with Kenny Gainwell, who's kind of a, a third down, do it all back, but he can catch out of the backfield, but also showed he could run last year in the playoffs. The pounding toughness and breakaway ability of a guy that they sign a Rashad Penny, who I'm excited about. I, I know people are like, ah, oh, we never stay healthy. If Rashad Penny stays healthy, he will run really well for the Eagles behind this offensive line. And then you throw Gibbs in there, who's been compared to Alvin Kamara. Now that, that's something that I, I think you combine those three. If you give me next year, Jameer Gibbs, Rashad Penny, and Kenny Gainwell, I believe it will be the best backfield in totality in the NFL behind this offensive line of Jalen Hurts, which obviously opens up big holes in, in the run game. I would take Jameer Gibbs at 30. Is and I'm not I'm not so much anti running back in the first round, never no matter what. I'm anti Bijan at 10 because that's too premium of an asset. But Gibbs at 30 towards the end of the first round. Now, perfect world. You trade down, you get a couple extra picks, you draft him at 42 or 37. Obviously would rather that. But if the Eagles are staying at 30, which is the point of this discussion we're having here uh, on draft day, I would take Jameer Gibbs. He's number three on my big board. So Osiris Torrance, the guard from Florida, number five. King Felix, pass rusher from Kansas State, number four. Number three is Jameer Gibbs. Now, I'm really excited about the top two guys. I, I really am. And I'm going to throw out I'm gonna throw out big comps for these guys. I mean, I mean really, really big comps for these guys. Um, some of them have come up organically on our show, on the midday show that I obviously do with Hugh Douglas on WIP. Some I've kind of gleaned, some I've seen, but I got I got some some real big comps for the two players I'm going to throw out. And I think either of them would be outrageously good picks for the Eagles at 30. And I mean outrageously good picks. All right, number two on my big board, and I would love if he's here at number 30. I'm going with Kalijah Kansi, defensive tackle out of Pitt. I don't know if he'll be there. I think there's a real chance both my number two and number one will be taken before, maybe late teens, maybe early 20s. Maybe they won't be in the vicinity of of number 30. But if they are, Eagles to the pounce. Kalijah Kansi is unique, smallish, you know, because he played a pit as a defensive tackle and he's smaller and quicker. There's those Aaron Donald comps. I'm not going to go there. That, you know, Aaron Donald up until two years ago or, you know, up to the Super Bowl two years ago, was being talked about as maybe the best defensive player ever. Like, he was getting those, like, can we put him with LT? Can we put him with Reggie White? Discussion points. And and it, whether wherever you come down on that, it shows how great Aaron Donald has been in the NFL. I think that's a little bit unfair to Kansi. 
But you, Douglas, loves him. He's been talking about him on the show for, for a couple weeks now. Really thinks there's something there with this kid. His ability to rush the quarterback. I, I, a couple things stand out. One, yes, he has shorter arms, but he's so quick and he's strong. I think he plays with enough leverage to to kind of get through the fact that his arms are shorter. I don't think it's going to kill his NFL career. At 30, it's a different level of risk than at 10. So I, you know, I don't advocate for a 10, but at 30, it's a different level of risk. The production is there. The speed is there. He gets to the quarterback. I think it'd be really interesting and just cool to look at the juxtaposition of having a uniquely big defensive tackle, Jordan Davis, and a uniquely small defensive tackle, Kalaja Kansi, playing next to each other. They're going to miss, and I think really miss, the interior pass rush of Javon Hargrave. This can replace some of that. And I was blown away. When we looked at the comp during the midday show a couple days ago on NFL.com, who their comp was. They have a comp for every player, like a comparison. And usually it's size that kind of is where their their thought is or the kind of player. His comp was John Randall. Guys, if you're too young to remember John Randall, go look at some highlights. And if you are old enough to remember John Randall, that guy was a monster of a player for the Minnesota Vikings in his heyday. They had nine straight years of double-digit sacks as a defensive tackle. Just a game-wrecking player. Kalijah Kansi, two on my list. So let's round it out before we get to number one. Number five on my big board for the number 30 pick, Osiris Torrance. Number four, King Felix, the pass rusher from Kansas State. Number three, Jameer Gibbs, running back, Alabama. Number two, Kalijah Kansi, the defensive tackle out of Pitt. And number one, and number one for me by a mile. As much as I love Kansi, I love this guy more. I hope he's there at number 30, is Brian Branch, the safety out of Alabama. We're ignoring how big of a deal the loss of Chauncey Garner-Johnson is, how tough that is to replace, how when the Eagles have good defenses over the years, they have a strong safety. I don't mean like a has to play strong safety. I mean a strong safety presence. It's been Malcolm Jenkins. It's been Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. It's obviously been Brian Dawkins. They've had that over the years. They don't have it on this roster. I think Reed Blankenship's got a chance, but come on. That's, that's got to be your second safety. I think Terrell Edmonds is a guy. This guy is special. I think Brian Brantz is special. A defensive-changing kind of leader could play the slot, which could be important because Avante Maddox always gets banged up, or play safety. Didn't miss a tackle in college football last year playing in the SEC. I'm going to give you a couple comments. One, some Malcolm, great corner in college, became a safety. But the other comp I have, and I, I threw out the John Randall one that I saw when I was reading about Kalijah Kansi, but I'm going to give you one that I thought of when I watched Brian Branch. I think he's Devin McCourty. Devin McCourty had a probably a borderline Hall of Fame career that just wrapped up with the Patriots for all those years in New England. The signal call on the defense, the leader of the defense, could drop down in the box, intercepted passes, played deep safety. He was an in- integral part of what Bill Belichick did, and Brian Branch could be that here. If you're telling me by Friday morning, Brian Branch and Reed Blankenship of the safeties versus Reed Blankenship and Terrell Edmonds, I feel so much better. Brian Branch should be a top 15 pick in this draft. That's that's the way I, if I had a big board, like just of players, I, I'd have him in the top 15. If he's there at 30, they need to sprint, not run, sprint to the podium to go get Brian Branch. He is my number one player for the Eagles at number 30 with their second first round pick. So I guess in essence, my perfect draft, my perfect draft on, on Thursday night would be Peter Skaronsky at the number 10 pick, the Offensive lineman at Northwestern, and my number thirty pick, my second first round pick, would be Brian Branch. I mean that that brings in smart, tough leaders, play important positions, and positions they lost players at, say Amala with guard, and obviously Chauncey Gardner Johnson to safety. Again, good Eagles defenses have a good safety in the back end. They always seem to have that. My big board for the number thirty pick, Osiris Torrance, 
Number five, King Felix, number four. Number three, Jameer Gibbs. Number two, Kalijah Kansi. And number one, and it, and number, I'll say this, there's a gap between between one and two. Like, Branch as my number one guy for the 30th pick, and Kansi at number two, they're, they're, there's like a gap between them and the, and the other three guys. I like them all, but Brian Branch, that that's the guy. If the Eagles could find a way to get Brian Branch, it is a significant impact and boost to this defense. Listen, everyone enjoy the NFL draft. It's going to be fun. We'll be at the link doing the live draft show for WIP. Obviously, all the reactions are coming here on WIP Daily on Friday morning to whoever the Eagles select. And, you know, we know how he's going to move around and make some trades. Enjoy the start of what should be an incredible Eagles weekend with the 2023 NFL Draft. Of course, follow the podcast, subscribe everywhere, and follow where you get your podcasts. These are coming at you every single day, including the best of WIP with some drops in our feed. I appreciate every single one of you that have listened. Enjoy it. This is fun. Eagles two picks after being a Super Bowl doesn't happen often. We'll talk tomorrow with reaction, big reaction, to what the Eagles do in the first round of the 2023 NFL Draft.